Dear friends, welcome to the Great Day Podcast. I'm your friend and host, Mayor K. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting this podcast, whether it's by subscribing, commenting, giving it a rating, sharing it with your friends and family. It means so much to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today's podcast guest is Jordan Candlish. He's a men's coach who I came across on TikTok from all places and watched him as he grew on social media. Well, because he's that good. And I'm not talking about cracking the code to algorithms and strategy. No, this podcast is not about that, but more about the content and messages that Jordan shares with the world. Messages about being a healthy man in today's age, living with integrity, showing up to life, showing up to challenge. Lots of great nuggets in this one. So I hope you enjoy this podcast episode with Jordan Candlish. Jordan Candlish, good to have you on the podcast. Mayo, it's an honor, bro. It's an absolute honor. I'm, I'm pumped to dive into this conversation with you. <laughs> good man. Well, listen, Jordan, I by far am like been amazed and like my my mouth drops to the floor every time I see your videos. A, they're super creative. Um, the hustle is real. It seems like you're already you're putting out multiple videos a day, let alone a week. And um, but you know, that's like that's the social media hustle. We'll get to that. But really what gets me going is the insights that you have on, on psychology, on like, are you on, on the human condition, on men's work? I mean, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? And I, I, I say this out of total respect. <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. Uh, 28. 28, 28 years old. 28, yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Actually, in Hebrew, 28 is, it means koach, means strength. And man, I got to oh, yeah. say, it's, you're, you're a strong human being. You truly are. And so I'm just curious to know, like, just from the get go, like, what are, how do you know so much when it comes to the insights of the the human condition? Mm. Well, thank you for those kind kind words, man. I appreciate that. Uh, for me, it just came back from my own internal exploration, you know, trying to understand myself better, and that just began. Fortunately for me, it began a lot earlier in my life than. What, a lot, what happens to a lot of people, right? When you call it a spiritual awakening, call it, call it your personal development journey. Mine just started when I was like 20. You know, wow. I, I just had this feeling that there was something not right in my life in terms of the path I was walking. And I was just fortunate to be around some really special people who passed on or shared with me a lot of their wisdom, their knowledge. And I was just, I've always been a very curious person, very, you know, you know astute listener and yeah, I just absorbed a lot of information early in my, in my development, right? Wow. And then just applied it. So that's what wisdom is. It's just knowledge. When you take action on knowledge, it gets converted into wisdom. So try to commit to that as much as Yo, I can. Two, less than two minutes in this podcast, he's already dropping the wisdom bombs over here. I love it. <laughs> Jordan, slow down, man. You got to let people ease into this. No, I'm kidding. I love it. Keep it coming. Uh, so you're, you're saying 20 years old, you would say, well, safe to say you had a spiritual awakening. What, I mean, what took place at 20 that made you shift to look more deeper within? Uh, I mean, there was a few things. Uh, I would say the first major thing was, was like heartbreak. Like for a lot of people, heartbreak is that first crack open moment you know it's the first moment where you experience like real pain yeah. emotionally in your life and that that for me happened you know, around like 18 19 kind of breaking up with my first high school girlfriend and it was just a level of 
depth that I'd hadn't experienced before emotionally. And, and it was, if anyone's been through a really intense breakup, which I'm sure most people have, it's like, you feel like you're dying. It's like, man, it's like you have no energy. You just feel like there's something breaking inside of you. And it's actually through that, you know, on the other side of pain is the, is the breakthrough. So I, I truly believe like our, our spirits, our souls come into these human forms to experience that, to experience pain so that they can receive the lesson to unlock the next level of their evolution because in spirit form, there is no pain. There's just pure love, bliss, joy, right? So right. when you realize that pain is the catalyst, it, it just creates an opening. And my opening was my, my first breakup. And then I would say the second opening was when I started my corporate job as an accountant. And I was like, man, this, this sucks. Like yeah. I've achieved all these things and I'm just not happy. I'm very unfulfilled and uninspired by my life. So yeah, it just like took me down this path of like yoga, meditation, trying to understand myself and the rest wow. is history, man. I mean, I have so many different, like so many different angles that I want to unpack there. But one is like, well, first is like, there are people who have such experiences in their life, but there's a whole nother breed of person that says, you know what, I could go ahead and apply that and move on with my life. But yeah, what's, what pulled you and what's pulling you? Cause it's not easy work to do what you're doing, which is a work in yourself, which it could be a full-time job, but then B to also mm create content around that and to have that voice to share that like what's the drive to to want to go ahead and take what you're learning and share that with the masses yeah it's interesting you should ask this because i hosted a men's workshop yesterday and it was about discipline and how to cultivate discipline in your life and uh i've come to the realization that the the thing that makes you discipline and discipline is the willingness to like show up consistently for yourself in, in this context the thing that makes you discipline is, is your why, is your purpose, is your, or is your reason for wanting to do something. And for me, people have two reasons, either pain to avoid pain or to experience pleasure. And for me, the big, the big reason that drives me is the pain of how I would feel if I didn't reach my fullest potential in life. The pain of how I would feel if I wasted this gift, this opportunity that I've been given to be born in a time where there's so much opportunity for me to take advantage of this awakening soul. I would be so upset with myself if I didn't fully utilize that gift. And we all have it. The gift of life, bro. (laughs) To be a human alive right now is a fucking gift. Mm. And if we waste that, I think that's something to really reflect on. To be like, man, if you get to the end of your life and go, fuck, you know, what if I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play full out. I left it on, I left some, some of my truth on the table. Yeah. Man, that drives me every day. Ah, ah. So Jordan, when you see yourself in full potential, what's that look like for you? Fullest expression, man. Like just speaking my truth, living, living from my like from my heart, man. And like, I don't, I don't. It's not an everyday thing, but I'd really try to commit to every day, making sure that I'm I'm coming from a place of gratitude, coming from a place of love, coming from a place of wholeness, coming from love, not fear. Uh, that's that's it. If you can and come from you, that place, how do you yeah. do that though? How technically, like you know, to implying that, how does one? take a moment to realize, oh, this is out of fear. This is out of love. Like what are some like, you know, how do you call yourself out on that? Mm. I'll be really broad. And this like is, is simple because it, is, it should be simple. Don't start your day until you're coming from love. If that takes you an hour in the morning, if it takes you fucking three hours. Don't start your day. Don't do anything in your day until you're coming from love mm. and just set that standard for yourself. For me, it's like, this morning, you know, I got up, did breath work, meditated for about an hour, walked around nature. Sometimes I'll do Qigong. Sometimes I'll do yoga. Sometimes I have a workout. I'm doing everything for me so that when I start, I pull out a phone or I have a conversation with someone, it's coming from love. Mm. 
Wow. Self-love, like, self-love fill up that, that vessel and you're able to share that with yes. others. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Tremendous. Yo, breath work there, huh? Freaking love breath work. That's Damn, been man. a new Honestly, I've, I've only, I've done three, I've, I've been facilitated three times. So I've been, a, you yeah. know, I, I joined and um, it was a simple circular breathing. I wouldn't say it was only like really holding breath. It was just like deep diaphragm, kept it going yeah. for an, between an hour and two hours. And it was like being on psychedelics. I mean, so in, in that, yeah. in that manner. And then otherwise if that was like very intentional. I want to go and like unpack something. I want to break up with my heart. I want to you know, open myself up a bit, but then on the daily or like as often as like three times a week, let's say, I'll, if I'm feeling anxiety, I'll lay down 10 minute Wim Hof YouTube, you know, video. And that changes my whole demeanor from like anxiety, 100%. heart pumping to like slows me down. I'm like, wow. And it's all within us, man. The breath is, it's exactly, all there. Man. I'm blown away by exactly. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I don't drink coffee really anymore because if you wake up and you do some breath work and you move your body and do some exercise, you don't need a, you don't need caffeine. You're like, your body's awake. Your mind's yeah. awake. Mm. Truth, bro. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. The caffeine detox has been real for me too. Yeah. I've been, oh, I'm glad I've been it's not it. easy, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Breaking that addiction is, is, is a big one. There's a lot yeah. of people are addicted. Oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, we all have, as he drinks his coffee and no, I'm kidding. That's not coffee. I'm kidding. I'm kidding everybody. <laughs> um, so, so Jordan, that's so to bring it back a bit, you know, when you, you're talking a lot of spirit and soul and purpose, would you say you're a religious person, a man? Did you grow up in, in that background? Do you separate religion from spirituality? What's that look like for you? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew, I grew up Catholic, born and raised Catholic, went to a Catholic school, Catholic high school, went to church a lot. Um, but never really resonated with the, the approach, the delivery, because I do, I do feel like this, the, the, the communication is the same. They're, they're trying to communicate all religions and communicating the same destination, the same source. Yeah. But the delivery just didn't resonate with, with me. Uh, and, and then I got pulled down the path of, I guess, you know, spiritual development. And the books I was reading were talking more about spirit and consciousness and connecting with that higher power. And that just resonated with me. And I was like, oh, cool. This is, this is my faith. You know, and, and it's not right or wrong. It's just what I believe and everyone finds their path. And I'm, I am a big believer that having faith in your life, some sort of high, faith in a higher power is essential, really essential yeah. in this journey. So, yeah, yeah truly. It's so interesting because I grew up, I grew up in an Orthodox Jewish background. And yeah. interesting enough, I mean, you, I don't think you can relate to this, but like the, the, the books, the teachings, the things that we grew up with. I mean, when I say we, I say just from like religious backgrounds, similar I think we're cousins somehow if we go back further enough. Um, Probably. Yeah. Probably brother. Yeah. 100%. Soul, source. Um, <laughs> it, it's like all that, all these teachings and books are meant to really connect us with ourselves, our higher self. I just feel like there was lost in translation. The way it was taught was so academic. It was so disconnected from God or mm. higher power that it became a nuisance. I mean, for me, it just it actually pushed me away than rather draw me in. And it's taken it's me too much dogma. Uh, That's what it yeah, was. Just a lot of that. A lot of that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the more, I mean, and for me personally, the more I dig in more, I'm starting to come to appreciate the teachings I grew up with. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm personally coming back at it in a way that it's like, Oh, this is like literally a self-development book. This is a self-help book, you know? And now I'm like appreciating the teachings that, you know, and, and it's all good. It's my journey, but it's just like, yeah, you know, I, I, anyways, it's just so interesting. And then they'll see capital T truth. Here we are. You're a man from Perth. I'm here in Brooklyn, New York, Catholic, Jewish. And yet we really, I get fired up. I'm getting fired up from what you're talking about. And it's all coming back from this well of capital T truth, 
which is source, God, higher self, be of service, connect with yourself, show up in love. Is that exactly. amazing? It is, man. And, I, and I, I'm a big believer at, at, in the fact that truth resonates at a certain frequency. When someone is speaking truth, you feel it in your body, in your being. You may not even understand exactly what they're saying, but you will yeah. feel the truth. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the thing for me, bro. Like, it doesn't matter what fucking religion you're trying to communicate. Truth's at a frequency and you'll feel it intuitively. Yeah. 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 Where are you drawing your inspiration, your, your insights from? I know you're saying you, you're pulling from your own experiences. Are there any like teachers, mentors that you have that you connect with um, and, and books that you're reading currently? Yeah, for sure. I have like, I have a handful of, you know, at the start you read everything. I was I'm trying to consume everything like, like podcast books, YouTube, whatever, but sure. I kind of found that like the core teachings for me and like come down to, a handful of teachers, Eckhart Tolle is always my go-to man for just practicing the simplicity of present moment awareness and living that life. Uh, I have a like a men's embodiment mentor. His name's Chris Bale. I I'm, you know follow his work a lot, and I've done a lot of sessions and work with him. And yeah, I find that like just reminders, man, is the key. Just having reminders consistently of like, hey, hey, this is this is the only thing that matters. This is truth. This is your purpose. And it's always come back to this moment right now. Make friends, make peace, accept this moment fully. If you're not at peace with this moment, then you're having a dysfunctional relationship with life and you need to address that as soon as mm. possible. Yeah, so, ASAP. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's amazing. For those who, like, who don't know really what men's work is in particular, what, what, is, what is men's work? It's really the rite of passage that most men didn't get or boys didn't get growing up. And I didn't get it. You know, like I, I played sport on a semi-professional level, you know, like I, I worked hard, I trained hard at the gym and all that, but I was really just like a boy, you know, up until my late teens, early twenties. And the rite of passage is, is when a boy becomes a man. And in my opinion, that happens when a man faces off with his, with his darkest fears, he goes to war with himself and when he comes out the other side going, all right, I'm good. I can handle life. Bring it on. Like, I know my purpose. I know what I'm here to do. And I'm going to go out and fucking do it. That's when a boy becomes a man. Um, most, most men, like I said, are just little boys trapped inside older, older man bodies. Mm-hmm. And the men's work is providing a safe container and providing a roadmap and some guidance for men to step into this work because it is scary if, you know, guys are holding on to shame for, you know, years and they finally dive into that, it's intense emotionally. Men aren't used to that. They like to live up in their heads. So, yeah. yeah, man, my purpose right now is to just provide that for guys to walk this path. And I, I know that when we have more men living a life of leadership from their truth, from their heart, from, from their center, this world is going to be a completely different place. And the world really needs that right now. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot of you know toxic you know ideas in which men feel like they have to live up to and be and show off and 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 in relationship dynamics between man and man, man and woman, father figures. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Interesting enough, in, in Jewish tradition, we have the bar mitzvah, which is when you turn thirteen, you quote unquote become a man. You become, or you know, um, obligated to 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 take on responsibility when it comes to like the commandments which God mm. gave us. And yet, you know, it's, you know, what mostly it is is a party and you put on some, you know, other clothing, traditional clothing and you move on with your day. But that, that true, like, you know, passage, 
I don't, you know, it doesn't really happen. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call even like, you know, the birds and the bees, uh, you know, uh, conversation to be that either. It really takes, it really takes a really tapped in human being um, best if it's a father or a teacher to recognize that and, and really create that safe space for the child totally. to totally. like express and to feel feelings and to grow through and to, and to be that anchor. And, uh, and, and, and it's cool to be alive. Like you said, in a space and time now that this, these conversations are, are happening and the awareness is, is being, and there's a, I think a mass consciousness shift that's taking place amongst men, amongst people in general. I mean, who would ever thought now that beyond just celebrities and, and, and sports figures that we look up to that people will be looking up to uh, thought leaders and um, mm. meditation teachers. Like there's celebrities too. And like, that's the world that we're living in right now. Oh. And that's a really cool shift. It is. Yeah. And it's a shift that need, needs to happen, needed to happen uh, because I think there's a bit of a facade. There is a facade in, in terms of wh- who we're conditioned to look up to the celebrities, the, the athletes, Behind closed doors, most of them are actually very like, you know, unhappy in their life. Most of them have very dysfunctional relationships. They can't hold relationships. It's because it's coming from that toxic masculinity, which is like sacrifice. I'll fucking sacrifice anything to get the things that I want. Just go after it. But no, that's not, that's not integrated. That's not a balanced whole way approach to living. It's, it's, yeah. it's, and it's a distraction. Like we, we've just been conditioned to think that's what, that's what we want. Yeah. But yeah. it's not. It's not. You know? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So you talk about like codependency, boundary making, men's work. Um, where, where do you feel like you thrive the most in? That's a great question. Uh, for me, it's, it's just lighting the fire underneath someone to be like, this is the work. This is the path you got to walk in your life. And I can give someone the path, right? The how, like, you know, how do I heal my trauma? How do I, you know, become a more embodied version of myself? Like, how do I meditate? Like all the how is there, but I want to know why, like, why do you want to do this work? Because as soon as I get someone that is strong on their why and they're committed and we can get that out of them, bro, fuck. Like I've seen rapid transformation happen in people from like being borderline suicidal about to kill themselves to be like fucking on, on this path where they're clear on their purpose and they're, living from a place of love mm. and it can happen so quickly. So I guess, yeah, my expertise is, is like when I find someone who is ready to go there, like we go there and, and mm. my intuition really leads them as to what they need for that highest purpose, that highest expression, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That, that does make sense. And, you know, and I think it's really cool because for the longest time I always thought I was too young or not knowledgeable enough to go ahead and like, let's say you seem like you, you, know, you do coaching, you host workshops, um, you know, after a certain, I have to hit a certain age after a certain level of like knowledge to be able to go and do that. And I commend you because that's held me back quite a bit. Now I'm 32 myself and to, to go ahead and, and do that, you know, to go ahead and say, Hey, I'm a coach. Hey, I could go and help you in this manner. I do, I do that on a personal level with friends all the time. People do come to me sometimes with advice and I share, but to go and declare that to the universe or to go ahead and build some sort of curriculum. That takes, that takes, you know, chutzpah or that takes guts to go and say, you know, yeah, you know, I, 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 I know enough to go ahead and share. And there's someone out there who will find that valuable. Um, mm. And that's really cool. And that's, um, and I, and I, as I'm speaking and as I hear you speak, I, it gets me fired up to like, you know, yeah, man, mayor, maybe it's about time. Yeah. It's about time. hundred percent, man. Because like, cause I felt that as well when I was, I started 
you know, calling myself a coach in, when I was 25, 26. Uh, not that long ago, right? Three, three, four years ago, I started my business. And it mm. was hard because here's this fucking 25-year-old thinking he can give you life advice when I've lived half as much life as some of the other people that I'm trying to coach. And there is, there is sometimes that the mind will get in the way and be like, oh, you know, do I really know enough to like really support or guide someone on this path? And the truth is there's like three different ages, I believe. There's your biological, physical age, the age of your body in years since you were born. There's your emotional maturity. Like most people are way more older in maturity level emotionally than some others. And then there's your, then there's your soul. Like some souls have lived a fucking shit ton of lives. And you can tell when you meet someone, they're a fucking old soul. They're wise. Um, so it really comes down to that. Don't let like, like the physical age get in the way. If you've done some work in yourself and you've, you've come to a level of understanding, you can coach anyone because it's a, your maturity is able to provide support to someone who's trying to m- maybe get to that point as well, regardless mm. of their physical age. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way of putting it. I love, I love that. I really, I really do love that. Do you feel like, like, did you have any hesitation to go ahead and take what you've been knowing and doing and bring it to social media? I mean, you have quite a bit of following on TikTok. I think over 200,000 followers now on TikTok and almost 100,000 on Instagram. Um, was, that, was that a conscious shift when TikTok started to blow up? Was that like a, yeah, over sure, that's what I got to jump into? What was that process like? I've been posting content since the start of this journey and- Started off as blogs, you know, when I first left my corporate job, made my Instagram page and I just wanted to share because I loved it, bro. I loved like sharing this, this information. This is what I'm passionate about. And as soon as you're passionate about something, you want to tell people, you want to share your, 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 you know, your gifts to the world. So I was just, I've been sharing for years, man. And the shift really happened for me last year when my girlfriend was like, Hey, you, you should get on this, this TikTok thing, man. This TikTok thing's really taken off. Mm. And I had a podcast, I've had a podcast for five years You know, I've been putting out all the content, all the places. Um, but she was like, get on the TikTok. And I was like, I had resistance to it. Like, like you mentioned before we jumped on here, it was like, I was like, oh, isn't that just for girls dancing and stuff like that? And, and I made a decision. I made a decision. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go for this. If this is where everyone is, then clearly there's an opportunity here for me to impact more people through the content that I produce. And I just said, hey, every day I'm going to create three TikTok videos and just start sharing my truth on this platform. And man, it just consistency matched with the energy that I was bringing. It just, I was manifesting as I'm going to have 50,000 followers by the end of, end of uh, August last year. It happened. And I was like, all right, let's do 100,000 followers. It happened. And it just keep, it kept happening and growing. Uh, so like anything, the more you do it consistently, the better you get at it. And for me, it was more who I was becoming in the process of creating it every single day. Mm-hmm. And I became a person that was like, didn't care what people thought. I'm here because I love to do this. I'm not doing it for numbers or for people to like me or to get money. Uh, and what ends up happening is you end up getting all those things. <laughs> You're right. not chasing it. So yeah, man, that's, that's the last year has been quite rapid, the growth, but this has been something I've been, I've been at for six, seven years now. Right. No, 10 years to be an overnight success. So you're saying that you're, what, how do you handle the, you know, the, the negative comments that may come your way and, and that really hit, you know, really could hit you in a, in a harsh way. Maybe you're a phony, you don't know what you're talking about. Some of the, the heart, like, who does this guy think he is? Although I guess maybe I don't, I want to project because those are sometimes thoughts in my head, but like, I don't know if you have those thoughts in your own head, like, you know, of doubt and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Imposter syndrome or all that good stuff. 
what happened? How do you deal with, with, um, we're first the external and then we'll go to the internal. Yeah. It's inevitable. If you, if you want to show up in the world in a big way, you have to be willing to be seen. And that's what a lot of people, me included for a long time, had a lot of fear around being seen. That's probably why I became an accountant. I know that's why I became an accountant because I was afraid to speak my truth. I was afraid of being judged by other people. So when you step into this arena, it's, you can't expect to be liked by everyone. And the moment came last year when I had one video that, like, that kind of got a lot of, lot of exposure, but it got a lot of, a lot of hate. You know, people were like, who the fuck's this guy? 26, thinks he's a life coach. Is this fucking satire? All this crap. And, and then for the first time, I like felt something. I was like, oh, man, fuck, yeah, maybe, like, who, who am I really? Like, do I, do I, like, me posting this content, thinking I can give life advice? And, and, I, and it got me questioning. I really got to reflect, right? Because anytime you get triggered by something external, there's a small part of you that sort of believes that. And you have an opportunity to connect with that part of you and, and send some love and reassurance to that part of you. And, man, it's, social media has just kept bringing me closer and closer to myself. Because every time I get pulled out, I get fucking hit with something. <laughs> I get fucking mm. smacked in the face. Right. And then I go, oh, come back, come back. And remember why you're doing this. Remember your center. And now it's like, I, I feel quite immune, to be honest with you, because I post content about men that triggers a lot of men sometimes. And I read those comments and I just think, fuck, man, you're, you're just hurting. You just don't get it yet. You know, right. I have compassion for them because... Mm. Once you realize the truth, you know, and you can see what I'm trying to communicate here. What's the, so particularly, what's a video that, if you don't mind sharing, a a video that triggers lots of men, that lots of men got triggered by, and you, and and how do you show the compassion towards that? Do you just like bring it down in real time? I did one video recently where I was like, three must have boundaries for men. And I was like, talking about how um, I saw that one. Yep. Yeah. Men should unfollow you know, like unfollow half naked girls on social media. Men should know their limits when they're drinking and men should, you know, take space before just going out randomly to like sporting games and like, you know, hanging out with their buddies and stuff like that. And a lot of the men were like, Oh fuck, man, I can't have any fun. Like this is boring. You sound boring. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, uh, just like stuff where is like calling it lame or, or they weren't ready to just receive that. And they didn't get what I was trying to say, which is protect your energy. Like your energy is your currency. Don't go out trying to be with other people or distract yourself until your energy is fucking full. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's upsetting to the ego, the male ego, especially because they depend on these activities. They depend on like watching sports or drinking beers with the guys. Like that's, that's been a lad, old school mentality, toxic yeah. masculinity mentality. So you take that away from them. They're like, well, f- fuck, what are we meant to do? Like, we can't have fun. We can't, we just can't like, can't be men now. Yeah. And yeah. That's not true, man. Like the, the modern man, you know, finds connection and fun in much more healthy ways than that, you know, as, you, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, it, it takes a bit of a learning curve and to rec- really get honest with them, oneself to realize like there is, there is harm when you're swiping on Instagram and you're, what, you know, you're watching, you know, women dance, you know, or, or seeing half, you know, he said half naked women on Instagram modeling. Like, it's like, what's the big deal? It's got, it's my, it's my manly right, or it's natural. Um, but it plays an effect, not just even just the general swiping on or just uh, swiping or scrolling on social media, but even like that, I think I believe you use that as a, a specific uh, example because that also drains energy. That falls, you man falls into fantasy, man falls into yeah. deep distraction, comparison to other women. It really runs um, a very deep, you know, psychological lie 
that um, that really drains, like you said, the energy out of out of, of a man in particular. Um, so that's really cool. And again, very important, very specific. And I really love that video because it really just it's not generalized. It's very specific. Like, hey, and I think you take pride in this is like you're like able to say, hey, this is an issue. And these are actual ways that we could go about, you know, changing that, shifting that, working on oneself. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And the men who are ready to receive that will will receive it. And the reality of TikTok is there's a lot of a lot of unconscious people on there, just mildly, mildly ready to just like fucking attack someone instantly. So yeah. that's the part of the do, game, right? Do you feel like you're gonna go ahead and get yourself a um, a degree, official degree in this, you know, in psychology, yeah. in social work? Or you um, don't think so, sorry. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm in the middle of completing a, a, a nine-month coaching institute where I can officially call myself a trauma-informed coach. Now, I didn't necessarily need to do that because I was already coaching people through their trauma and stuff like that before that. But I won't be going out to get like an actual degree or piece of paper from a university or anything like that because firstly, I, I just, I don't feel like it's necessary. And a lot of the times it's an ego stroke thing, right? To be like, oh, you know, I've got a degree in this. If you have gone deep enough within yourself, if you have faced off with your darkest fears, you are qualified then to be able to hold space for someone to go into their darkest fears. Now, there comes a point where there's specific tools and strategies and modalities and ways in which you can coach someone where if you are going to take them into deep trauma, you do want to be like, you want to have a toolkit. You want to know how to, how to navigate that, that arena. But I'm confident in that when I meet someone, I can tell like how, how deep they've gone in themselves. And I can tell if I feel safe really opening up around that person. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's all the qualification you need. How, how deep have you gone in your own life? How yeah. willing are you to get uncomfortable? So, yeah, man, I'm, I mean, I'm always, I'm always fucking investing so much money into my own growth. So I'm not <laughs> just that. institutionally, I'm not going to go get a piece of paper anytime soon. Mm. Where's a good place for someone to start their journey? Uh, man or woman when it comes to like, Hey, you know, I'm here. I'm listening. If someone's listening to this podcast, if someone that, you know, clicked on this, they obviously know it's going to be around development. It's going to be around mental health. Um, so if someone's who's starting off, like where's a good spot for them to, to go ahead besides of course, watching your content. Mm, as in like they're starting their like kind of introspective personal development journey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when someone's ready <laughs> to start their journey, you don't really need to go looking for the teacher. The teacher tends to just appear. You tend to be pulled towards someone or a specific approach or someone, the way someone, you know, packages their message up. You just discover them, right? Like I discovered Eckhart Tolle, just came into my life. I read all these books, listened to all these audios. And it's just that teaching landed for me. It resonated with me. There's some other teachers that don't resonate that are really popular and big. But as soon as your soul starts to like open and awaken, you get guided, something pulls you and guides you into a certain path. So I see, I would say once that's happening, just stay on the lookout, look out for the books that, that, you know, get you curious, look out mm-hmm. for the content creators that get you curious and just start exploring that, you know, follow the breadcrumbs and you always get taken to what you need to receive, you know, to unlock the, the insights. Yeah. I literally, I literally recorded a podcast today, earlier today. And I said, similar to what you said, like when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yeah. Yes, so yes. it's, and it's just another interesting, like, yeah, again, truth that that is true. That is true. Um, 100%. So when, when you're working through with a, um, when you're working through a, with a client or, or, or you have an idea, like what's your creative pro like, put one thing at a time. What does your creative process look like? What's, what's your, when it comes to creating content? 
yeah, I mean, for me, a lot of the ideas come from the coaching calls that I'm having, you know, the conversations I'm having with clients or mm. potential clients. And I'm like, oh, right. So you struggle with that. Hmm, interesting. And I'm, and I'm drawing dots. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you're addicted to caffeine. Hmm, interesting. Uh, and then I might see someone is like, you know, addicted to fucking social media. Or they're, they're, they're using work as a coping mechanism or whatever. So I've, I've got this massive list of like ways in which people cope. And because I have an understanding of like what's underneath all of that is just the inner child that's holding on to shame and wants love. I'm trying to think of ways in which I can deliver that content while giving someone an insight, giving someone like a, a, a deeper level of understanding, but making it more engaging. So I do these skip videos, which seem to do all right. And yeah. I kind of combine those with some days I just want to like, I just want to speak something that's on my heart. You know, something, if I'm in a really aligned state and I feel, I feel inspired, I'll just, I'll just pull out my phone and share something, you know, and it's usually, you know, something that, that I'm experiencing in my life that I've just overcome or a lesson I've just got from something I've just gone through usually provides a great piece of content because I can speak to it because you know, I've just come through it, mm. you know? So there's this like documentation element to what I'm sharing as well. And then also the kind of like pre-prepared skits that I'll take a moment to like write out and prepare them, think about how I'm going to deliver it. Uh, and now it just like happens a lot quicker because I've been doing it, doing it for a while now. Right. And so you've been doing, and you'll what, spend a day a week or every day film three or four or have a backlog and, and post. How's that? How do you actually go about doing that when it comes to. Posting? Yeah. For me, for me, it's, it depends on my energy. So I won't, I have a standard now where I like, I won't try and force anything. If I'm not feeling like creating content, it's not flowing. I'm like, cool. No content today is what it is. So that's why the game is. Every day, come from love. Every day, fill up my, my bank account energetically so that I'm like overflowing so that I get off a call or this podcast. I'm like, fuck yeah, I feel so great. I'm going to pull out my phone and express something. Oh, here's a great idea. And I, I just capture it, you mm. know, because when your energy is high and you're in the flow, you, things just start flowing, dropping in. As you know, you're an artist, you get it. Like things just start coming through you. And uh, all our job is to just make sure that the, the channels are open. Yeah. So that's, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I love that. So what are your manifesting goals now for the, for the near future? Yeah. For me now, because the next chapter is going to be more traveling, you know, the next transition is going to be more exploration mm-hmm. and more adventures. So from a, like a business manifestation standpoint, you know, I'm just going to keep, just keep adding so much value. Like, you know, I want people to receive so much value from the content and the energy that I bring that this just, expands and I can reach as many people as possible. So I want to get to that 1 million mark. Not that it matters, but I want to try and hit a million followers. And then this men's work that I'm doing, like I want to, I want this to be the the place where men can feel safe. Like hundreds of men can come into this community and be like, Hey, I, you know, this is the path for me that I can walk and become a better man, a better leader for my family, for my tribe, you know, for my community and just keep expanding this work. And then as for like more an experiential manifestation for me now, it's like, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to travel. I want to go to the world cup this year in Qatar. I want to, you know, be, be in Japan for snowboarding in February. There's, there's a bunch of trips that I want to experience because I've been grounded in Perth for so long. Mm. So there's that man. And I think, as you know, with manifestation, if you, if you know, ultimately nothing external can give you anything of depth, you must already have accessed that, deep place within you where those feelings uh, reside once you are accessing that place already 
then you just go, okay, cool. If these goals happen, they happen. If these, yeah. these, these, if this manifests, it manifests. If not, all good. So that's my ongoing commitment is making sure that, you know, I'm always coming from a place of, I have everything. I'm full. I'm grateful. You know, how does your, uh, how does your family take to all this that's happening in your life? And yeah, are they super shocked. They support it. Do they, are they also on the same wavelength when it comes to the way you speak, show up with the language that you use? Yeah, it's funny. I had a dinner, dinner with my family last night and I asked my mom and dad, I was like, mom, like, what do you tell people when they ask you, like, what do I do for work? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, no. You, they, I say I'm a, you're an online coach. And, you know, and, and I was actually really taken aback by what they shared because um, my dad was so closed off to this work, bro. Like he was not happy with me when I left my accounting job. I was working for Deloitte, which is one of the best accounting firms. I had an amazing position. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Leaving that? Are you stupid? Right. Um, I was like, just going to trust me on this the path I'm walking. And now he's so supportive of this, man. I, I know he doesn't fully understand or get like what I do, but he fucking supports me. The same as my mom. Um, and my brother is two years younger than me. And like, I'm always, you know, like <laughs> chewing his ear off, giving him like free advice, but he's on his own journey and he's like really opening up and finding his path. And there's, as you know, with family, there's nothing that like fills your heart up more when you see a family member like open to this work. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, they're, they're very supportive and I'm so grateful for them. Mm. And do you find some, do you have a community in Perth? Like, you know, tucked away in Australia over there. Do you have uh, a community of people like my individuals um, that you could talk to lean on uh, that speak this language or doing this type of work? Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm so blessed. Like, honestly, I can't tell you how fucking grateful I am for the people that are everywhere I go. I just tend to just like, magnetize the most epic people so it's going to be the hardest thing about leaving here is saying goodbye to these these amazing humans that i'm connected with and yeah it's a tribe this community i've got other really powerful leaders and coaches that i can lean on that i connect with but i know no matter where i go i'll i'll find i'll find more <laughs> so yeah yeah living from a state of abundance that's it exactly exactly love that Love that. So what are some things just to start closing things off? I'm curious to know, like, what are some things when your energy is low, it's a day that you're not feeling inspired truly. How does, how do you, and by default, someone listening and can maybe grab some ideas as how do you create space to get back into that place of higher energy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question um, because the, the most, the default for most people and me included on some days when I'm not like fully, you know, discipline or, or consistent is you default back into your old patterns, which is the easy ways, the instant pleasures might be the food. It might be the social media scrolling because you're too lazy. It might be skip the workout. It might be fucking watch porn for some men, what, like whatever it is, you just default back into these old destructive patterns, alcohol, cannabis, whatever it might be. So when you're feeling low energy, it's so important to recognize that, okay, okay, I need to give my body something to recharge here. Not a quick fix, not an instant pleasure, something that's actually going to nourish my body. So for me, it depends on the moment. And I'm like developed a relationship with my body where I go, hmm, what do I need right now? Is it movement? Is it meditation? Is it breath work? You know, or is it a bit of everything? Is it a, bit of a combination yeah. of both? Is it just time in nature? You know, so there's these, I guess, like toolkit or just different options that I can pull from to be like, what is going to serve me best right now based on mm. what I'm feeling. Most of the time for me, like yoga when I'm low energy is, is great. Slow moving. Qigong is another great practice that I do. Or some days if I'm really tired, it's just like 
just lie down, put your noise cancelling headphones on, lie on your back and just fucking just meditate, just lie there. Just send some attention, put your attention on your body because where your attention goes, that's where the energy flows and feel, <laughs> do it for an hour. It's like, it's so yeah. simple, but like we overlook it because it's like, ah, oh, we want the quick, we want the quick hit, the artificial energy, you know? Yeah. 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 How do you stay away from falling into the trap of comparison on social media, finding other people who are doing similar things as you and having, let's say more followers, more success, quote unquote, you know, what are, how do you stay in your lane and stay focused on, on the bigger goal? Yeah. It's inevitable. This is what I've realized with social media. Cause as the numbers go up, right. I remember when I had like 3000 followers and I was like, man, 10,000 when someone has 10,000 followers like holy fuck he's got 10,000 followers this guy's a big time yeah and then when I got to 50,000 I was like oh yeah fuck 50,000 it's not that many like fuck this guy's got 100,000 damn this guy's big time now I've almost got 100 I'm like oh you know fuck it's not that much so the message there is like your mind is just going to want more your mind is never satisfied followers money you name it whatever the fucking thing is you're measuring you're never going to be satisfied with the number so and this is where comparison comes in because if you're operating from that place of mind, I need to get something. I need to, I need to achieve something so I can be you know, fulfilled or whole or loved. Then you're always going to be set up for disappointment. Sure. So for me, it's like, am I coming from love? You know, have, don't start the day until I'm like filled with abundance till my energy is so abundant that I go, I'm already rich. I could have fucking zero followers and I still feel rich. So that's the, the indicator for me. And, you know, it's just awareness to notice when you fall out of that because it's natural. You spend enough time online. It's natural that you get pulled up into the mind. Um, but it's, it's just back to the practices, bro. Just like afternoon, switch off after two o'clock. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done with my creating for the day. I never create much content after 2 p.m. And it's just rewind, like unwind. Yoga, nature, come back to, come back to home base. That's yeah, that's working well for me so far. Love that. Find your flow and then let it go. That's it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's great. All right. Cool, man. Wow. Wow. Is there any um last little like quotes or insights or something you want to share with people um before we uh, wrap up this uh podcast episode? Hmm. I know based on the theme of this conversation. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from Tony Robbins. He says, it's not about what you know. It's about what you can consistently do. Mm. And you can apply that to anything. You can know all the things. You can know all the ways of like doing breath work and you can know all the ways to like process emotions. But if you don't actually consistently do it, it doesn't mean shit. This is knowledge. Same thing with social media. You can know all the ways to like make content. You know all the ways to grow an audience. But if you don't actually consistently show up every day and add value to the world, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to grow a following. You're not going to make money. So consistency is the thing that I try to stick by inner consistency with your inner work and then outer consistency with whatever it is that you're trying to create on an external level. So mm. yeah, hope that makes sense. Hope that resonates, bro. Lovely Jordan. Yeah, totally. Lovely. I love that. How could people find you and where could they yeah, connect with you if they want to? Yeah, I would say like main platforms, obviously TikTok and social um, Instagram, Jordan Canlish 01 is the handle for both of those. If anything really resonates and they want to know more, just like send me a DM. I try, I try my best to respond to them. Uh, I've got a podcast called the State Shifters Podcast on pod, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the, all the usual places. And 
yeah, man, got the, got the men's group starting up in a couple of weeks, super pumped to, to, to begin that process again. And I'm always doing like workshops kind of every few months. So if people ever okay. want to go deeper into this work, workshops are a good next step. So yeah, man, thanks for having me. It's been great. Tremendous, tremendous. Yo, Jordan, thank you so much for taking the time. I really loved chatting with you and uh, I'm really excited to see. Yeah, hopefully we'll meet up uh, when you're on stateside. Hey, yeah, let's make it happen. You can yeah 100 percent. thanks man all right brother all right all right all right we made it to the end of the podcast congratulations friends another one bam thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and thank you jordan for joining me on the podcast love what you're doing man it's a real inspiration big 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 stuff friends don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you found any value in it please give it a rating and share it with your friends and family and i'll see you next time but until then stay positive be happy i'm mary Kay, and Have a great day.